Welcome to Let's Talk It All. Before we start tonight's episode, we would like to recognize the passing of Adam West on June 9th of this year. Adam West, best known as his role in the 60s as Batman, uh, had a stellar career that spanned over 70 years, and in that time, 60-plus movies, and at least twice as many television shows, appearances, and voiceovers. We will sadly miss him and his humor and his ability to make us laugh and believe in something good for all of us. Rest in peace, Adam West. Welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm Anvil. And uh, this is our, our third show, third Anvil. Show. Um, it is moving along uh, great with Anvil's magic. Uh, funny stories with all this stuff, uh, trying to get the, uh, the show loaded and uh, edited and set to the right people. Uh, for me, it has been an, a nightmare. Uh, I am not uh, very good with this program, but Anvil here is a genius when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, that would be it. No, no, you really are. And he's done some amazing stuff. If you guys see the ads on Facebook, uh, just some great, great stuff. And uh, without Anvil, there would be no show. That's all I can tell you. Oh, right. Stop. No, no, seriously, dude. Without you, we'd be we'd be dead in the water. Dead in the water, man. Speaking of dead. Oh my gosh, we led right into that. We led right into that. That was so smooth of a yeah, segue. Was yeah. So. This week, and this is kind of my topic in my area, um, we're going to talk about the dead, the dead spirits and ghosts and things like that. And there's, as a paranormal investigator from that aspect of the ghost hunting, um, we sometimes as a team are in an ethical dilemma when we're at a location, especially a commercial location, that sometimes uses the, the haunted place as a... Uh, driving topic for their for their business either a restaurant or a bed and breakfast or something along those lines and we're always kind of on the fence about well if we're here and again for those that may just be jumping in on a third show my wife's a psychic medium and she she talks to the dead so sometimes they indicate they want to leave and the, the ethical question we have is do we help them pass over which is doing right by them but we might be endangering and damaging the business of the living person because they're making their living partly due to dead people being on their property. Mm-hmm. So that's always been a thing. Um, my feelings were, and this is just recent, as I got looking at some of these places, uh, these asylums and prisons and castles and whatever, charge really what we feel is exorbitant fees for groups to come in and investigate. Right. So my question is, do the ghosts and spirits have rights? Or do we just exploit the dead? That is an interesting question. 
And you know what I did for this show, because this is not my strong point, as you well know, I did my research. And I have to tell you a little story about research. That's what you do. Yes. Research. Now, this is, this is interesting, folks, and I want everyone to listen very carefully. Now, recently, I, I got to listen to a, another TV program or broadcast. I'm not going to say which it was, because I don't want to embarrass anybody here. Um, everyone does their things their own way, and, and that's cool. True. Um, but I believe that host of shows, like Anvil and myself, whether it be on TV or some kind of radio broadcast, have a certain level of responsibility to do their homework before going on the air and talking about a subject. When you rely on, when you relay information, I should say, that you have not properly researched, you are in essence spreading disinformation and misinformation. This program that I listened to um, was talking about a certain subject, which I'm not going to bring up, but they basically said, and, and I quote actually, the United States government nor the military uh, can't keep a secret in this country. I almost fell out of my chair when I heard that childlike statement, and I'll explain why. I can only assume that the host never heard of the Manhattan Project, which employed more than 130,000 people in 30 different locations spread across the United States, Britain, and Canada and was kept an absolute secret. In fact, less than 12 people knew the entire scope of the project, meaning every single detail and what it really meant. It was 100% successfully kept from the Germans and the Japanese. Now, the Russians knew due to they had to spy on the program, but that was it. The rest of the entire world was left in the dark. This project in today's cost was $27 billion. $27 billion, that's what the Manhattan Project cost if you calculate in the cost today. $27 billion, 130,000 people, all right? How they managed to do this, by the way, is, you know, every little department along the program, okay, at 30 different locations, had a little piece of the Manhattan Project. So, you know, Section A was making a trigger. They didn't know what the trigger was for. Section B was making a trigger device. They didn't know what the trigger device was for. And they never knew what the, you know, what the components they were working on, you know, the ultimate project end would be. That's how you keep a secret. Uh, now, to go a little further into this, more and more projects are being developed by private companies like Lockheed Martin, Boeing, and others. These companies are not subjected to the Freedom of Information Act, which allows certain knowledge to stay hidden or top secret as far as, basically as long as they like. You know, and I guess my whole point with this, because I want to ramble and take up the whole show with this, is if you're going to do a show, show your audience the respect of being prepared. In essence, do your homework. Okay, now getting on. <laughs> so, thank you, Jeff. But Not a problem. I had to side, get that off my chest. Side, 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 <laughs> bar. So the dead, do they have rights? Do they have, should they be compensated somehow for people making money off them? And... You're gonna say, well, how do you compensate the dead? I, I think their their ancestors, the ones that live on, the families of the deceased, would be the next in line to get compensated for. The persons that died in these asylums, they had families, and now people are making hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars off these dead relatives that are still there haunting the place, but they're not passing on even a portion of those proceeds to the, the living families that carry on. Right, right. So we've, we've combated women exploitation, or at least they're still trying to, children exploitation, 
So my my question is, who's looking after the afterlife exploitation? You know, I did not think of that aspect of it about families being compensated for their dead one's haunting spirit. That is really kind of a fascinating twist on it. I had never even thought of that. Um, I was, you know, I'm a Star Trek guy, and I think right. everyone knows that about now. Uh, in Deep Space Nine, you know, you, you have that character there, and I, I can't think of her name right now, but um, she's a symbiotic being. Oh, Human the, being uh, with a host. You know, the Dex. Trill. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Trill. All right, so I was starting to think that, you know, perhaps that human beings are a symbiotic being, meaning that our soul, what we like to call our essence, is another life form that's inside of our living tissue, which is the other part, which would be human, uh, like a symbiotic type of relationship. Um, and perhaps this essence is in a slightly different vibration or whatever dimension or whatever um, where our science simply cannot detect it right now and I you know we've kind of hit that a little before in some senses but uh, yeah I mean what do you think of that I mean like I was just thinking about today are we a symbiotic being and we don't even realize it well and that's the question are these are these folks really dead or they've just moved on to a different plane and they're still there they right. say they come back they and we're we're taking advantage of them. We're taking right. we're making money off them and not compensating their families or loved ones, things like this. And the and the question is, and this 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 starts to get where it gets down the rabbit hole. Do we have to legally recognize the dead because they need to have these rights? And if we don't recognize the dead. Then how is it okay for places to say that they have dead dead spirits there when they don't? Is that is that in essence making false claims? Fraud. False advertising? Fraud. Fraud. Yeah. You know, and what's not to say in, you know, twenty or thirty years from now when our technology advances to the point where we can communicate with this other side or whatever it may be and the wall comes down, that uh, there's not gonna be all kinds of lawsuits on the other side. They're gonna be pissed off, they weren't paid, their family wasn't paid, they were being exploited, they were being kicked out of their homes. You know, by you know, uh, being cleansed or whatever it is, uh, there's all kinds of legal mumbo jumbo that could come of this in the future. There, there as far is. as it may seem, it, it, stranger things have happened. There is, and, and if this is going to be the way it goes, and what's to stop someone from opening up, you know, a unicorn game preserve and yeah. charge charge people? That's right. To go on the preserve and hunt unicorns. That's true. Put some sparkly poop here and there, make it look like a unicorn's been there, and you've got yourself a unicorn game preserve. Fake a few pictures. And if people want to pay money to go there and hunt unicorns, let them. Is that right? That's okay? Or even better yet, I had this great idea a lot of years ago. Everyone laughed at me. said, no, no, that's... I want to start selling, especially to these survival groups, dehydrated water. Dehydrated water. I've dehydrated of, water. All you gotta do is add water. Oh, I've heard. And you of, got you got water. I've heard of powdered water in a box. No, no, but this is dehydrated. Hmm. All you do is add water. Boom, water. <laughs> you got water. There you go. And I'm thinking, you know, I, I thought up until now, someone might have a problem come after me for fraudulent fraudulent sales and yeah. But I'm thinking now, dehydrated water, unicorn unicorn game preserves. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I I think this is something to look at, but uh. You know, just putting this out there, food for thought, <laughs> something to think about, something to question. For especially my paranormal folks that are out there, think about that when you're when you're ghost hunting and you're 
you know, going to these places. Question. When you go to the next asylum to do a ghost hunt, ask them, hey, how much of my money is going back to the families of the patients that died here and they're still here haunting the place? And here's some, See what kind of reaction you get from the people that are charging you money to go investigate their place. Yeah, um, very interesting point. You know, I got thinking, uh, as you were saying that, that uh, I've been on investigations before, and uh, one of them, I got chastised a little by the rest of the group because I was yelling at the spirits. Basically, I was trying to get this kind of response out of them. You were provoking. Yeah. yeah, apparently uh, there was a lot of fans of that particular behavior um, in my group, uh, which, again, I was a novice. I didn't know what the heck I was doing, so I was just trying anything. So, uh, long story short, uh, it kind of brings up the question of legality again in the future. You know, what if I pissed off a spirit, and I don't realize it, 25 years down the road, you know, we had this technology, we, you know, the worlds have collided, if you will, and uh, I'm being sued, you know, because I was badgering, you know, and insulting, uh, sure. you know, verbally insulting a, a spirit. You know, I could be sued for all I know. You know, I mean, what if? We don't know. What if? There's, there's a lot of possibilities. And you know, you get these spirits that follow you home, or they possess the person. Are they breaking and entering? Are they breaking in? Or if they follow you home, can you sue the family? Aha! Uh-huh. Because their their yeah. grandfather, who was a mean sob, followed you home and caused you problems. And touched my wife when she was sleeping. Well, now, I don't know why you would want to, but you did. Well, that was your ex-wife. I think. Oh, that's right, the ex-wife. Yeah, don't say the current bad. Yeah, ex-wife. Yeah, thank you. Good uh, thing she won't hear the program. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. That's all right. All right. all right. You won't hear that either, so yeah. we're good, Heather. <laughs> we're Love you. Good. Love you, Heather. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's far out. You know what I'm oh, saying? It's, it's far it's out. Far out, all right. Far out. <laughs> far out. So, remember, hashtag, Afterlives Matter. And you will see our, one, of our, one of our special sponsors for this program this week. Is the law offices of Dewey Cheatham and Howe the afterlife advocates? <laughs> Dewey Cheatham and Howe. That's awesome. Oh, by the way, we're on Diversity Broadcasting Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, we may not be after this broadcast, but right now we're on Diversity <laughs> we're Broadcasting, Broadcasting Network. Network. Oh. <clears throat> Yes, spirits, yes. Now, in your investigations, I obviously you have a lot of experience in this anvil, uh, you and Alani, for that matter. Um, have you ever, or she ever, uh, picked up on anything where the spirits um, did want some kind of monetary, uh, you know, uh, funding or a, a payment or uh, compensation? That's what I'm looking for, compensation. Compensation. Um... It, it's to my knowledge, this has never been this subject has never been broached by anyone on the other side. Okay. Um, I don't think that kind of thing really is interested to them. But I'm looking out more for the families. Families. When you think about some, everything goes on. You think about a uh, a serial killer who gets caught, is in prison. You know, he writes books. Money goes to the victims, usually. Right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I think, you know, again, it's, I think you're looking at the exploitation of a whole new class of being and how we should be looking at the fact that we shouldn't just assume that because they're dead, we can just use them how we want. Sure enough. That's... It's... You know, if you look at it, uh, and again, this goes back to this symbiotic idea I had, 
which is a little lost selection. I, I agree. But what if what if we are the caterpillar, and when we die, we blossom into that butterfly? It's a whole new life form, like you're saying. Um, and uh, the rights, I mean, do they have uh, the right to free speech? Do they, they have the right to, you know, a lawyer? I mean, there's all kinds of weird stuff. You know, we don't know. Uh-huh. We, we honestly don't know. You know, what if they want to get the driver's license in the afterlife? Or what, who are we to say no? You know, ghost driving a car down the road. You know, you don't see anyone driving, but somebody's obviously driving. I'm, I'm rambling right now. I, I, I am. <laughs> you are, but to the point, I think that... Uh, I really hope we are the caterpillar, because to think that we're the, actually the butterfly is kind of scary. But um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, evolution has got to happen. A, my ex-wife's a bat. Well, <laughs> freaking yeah. butterfly, freaking bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking bat, you know. <laughs> uh, but and we've kind of poked fun at this topic, but we want you to kind of think about these things and say, hey, you know. Are we going to acknowledge that the dead exist and that spirits exist? And if they do, is it right to capitalize off them? And I'm I'm a capitalist. I'm all about capitalism and making money. Oh, you're one of those evil but, Republicans, aren't you? Well, you know, <laughs> Republic something, but Trumpican. Trumpican. It's like a munchkin, but different. Trump is God's trumpet. <laughs> uh, think about that next time you're on investigation. You know, you're there communicating with them and things like that. But the business or the the place that's really profiting from these dead people still being there makes no attempt to compensate the families. True. True. We would never stand for that if it was women, women exploitation, the the sex trade, all that kind of stuff. We go after that. We try to stop it. Uh, exploitation of children and you know children labor and sweatshops and. The whole, whole nine yards. I, you know what I think I'm going to do? Uh, I'll post a copy of the letter, or I'll have Anvil post a copy of the letter <laughs> on the actual webpage. But I think I'm going to write my nutcase, Senator Schumer. He's a Democrat left-wing nut job with this <laughs> very problem. You know, they're, they're, these guys are always fighting exploitation, so maybe this is something new for Schumer. To, they, <laughs> and they, he'll blame Trump. Trump. <laughs> it's Trump's they fault this Trump. is happening. But... Uh, I, I think I am. I think I'm going to write Well, that'll be, Schumer. That'll be yes. funny. That would be funny. Uh, I've written Schumer before, and he's actually responded. Uh, when I called him a, uh, a traitor to the Constitution, he stopped responding to me. But um, I did have, a at one time, a going back and forth conversation with Senator Schumer. So. Pen pal? Yep, pen pal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... So, again, that was kind of something I wanted to bring up. It was kind of a fun topic to talk about. Um, but, yeah, that's something to think about. Do we do we take advantage of those situations for our own personal personal gain? Uh, the, the, the ghost, well, ghost stories, the ghost shows, yeah. uh, the commercials that are on it. There's a whole industry. There's a whole... There's a whole Industry. Yeah, all the equipment. Based, based on the theory that dead people 
exist. Right, and if you listen to shows like Let's Talk Ghosts, they will tell you exactly what equipment's the best equipment to buy, and you know this kind of thing. I mean, but you're right. There's a whole industry based around to see equipment, the cameras, the, the recording devices, the conventions, the conventions. Uh, Thank you. Yes, you know, the, you know TV just, shows. And... It's nuts. Books in 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 fake photographs, some real photographs, for all I know, based you know. on something that a large contingency of people say don't exist so is it is it fantasy world is this is this just disney taking to the next level and people just buy into it and again if this is the case and we're good with it then again we're going to open up the unicorn <laughs> unicorn preserve and have people go out and hunt unicorn on our preserve and charge them 10 15 dollars to get in and you know, Walk we, around the woods and look you, for unicorn. Occasionally, a snipe is out there. <laughs> a snipe. I love and that. just once in a while, there's a leprechaun out there with his paw of gold. <laughs> and, you know, to the survivalists, we'll start selling dehydrated water. And all they got to do is just add water to it. And they got they got a full, full thing of water. Could, going on this theme, we could open a restaurant and sell... You know, unicorn burgers. Unicorn burgers. Unicorn burgers. Ghost burgers. Ghost, ghost burgers. burgers. This is made out of real ghost meat, folks. Hundred percent real ghost meat. Yes. Oh, I love this idea. I'm loving it. Ghost liquor. Oh, ghost liquor. In all fairness, that that may be an infringement on Jim Beam, who <laughs> oh, actually really? who actually oh. does a ghost bourbon. Oh, I did not know that Jim Beam. I do apologize. It is a clear bourbon. I've never had it before. But I will now mm, have it, Jim Beam. It uh, may ghost actually. Bourbon. If I was thinking, I would have brought that for tonight's shot. It won't be tonight's shot, but we'll have to bring it eventually for one of our shots. Yes, we will. I am a big fan of Jim Beam. Oh, I Jim, love Beam. Jim Beam. His he brother Jack stuff. Daniels. Jack Daniels. Yes. Jack. Captain Jack. Get high tonight. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel. Okay. God, talk about great artists. You know, and what happens to you know? Here's another great question. These all these people in history who make these incredible uh, contributions to humanity, uh, whether it be Albert Einstein or uh, Robert R. Newman or uh, John F. Kennedy or you know Truman, whoever it may be that made some kind of gigantic uh, contribution to humankind. You know, Newton, whoever. In the afterlife, um, and you see their images, uh, whether it be a painting and some of the older ones, obviously, uh, the writings are still published to this day. Uh, John F. Kennedy's pictures are all over the frickin' place. There's documentaries up to yin-yang. None of these people, are their ancestors, I'm sure, are, are being compensated. No. You know, no. I mean, if you look at it from that aspect as well, is there is there some compensation due? Just because, you know, hey, what if... You know True. they are a uh, afterlife well, sent to the bean. And again, sort. we we've we've assumed that JFK is actually dead. Yeah, he could be hanging out with Elvis. Could I, be I hanging out with Elvis. Yeah. May not be dead yet. So yeah, that, that might be that might be you know kind of a fence post gray area. But you know I get what you're saying, Lincoln. 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 Lincoln's go. bedroom. He's oh my God! I had bedroom. the most incredible dream about Abraham Lincoln. I ain't making this up, folks. This really happened. And I, I'm going to go off on a tangent. I know this sucks. But you got to listen. Because we're talking about ghosts. All right, real true story. I uh, I get very into subjects when I when I research them. Like John F. Kennedy, we're gonna do a show on that at some point. The assassination. We'll do uh, probably something about uh, uh, Lincoln at some point. But when I was doing my research into Lincoln, um, I, one night I fell asleep, and it, I had the most amazing dream. It was so real. Uh, I was in Lincoln's uh, in the bedroom where Lincoln was dying. And uh, you know the reports say he was uh, after he had been shot. He was uh, you, 
he wasn't conscious basically was what it boils down to but in my dream i was next to lincoln and uh i guess i was the guy in there and I, the watering boy where the hell i was in my job uh, and uh, i was tending to the wound or changing the bandage or something of that nature i was in close proximity to him and uh, he was conscious and barely very conscious but he was somewhat conscious and he had said something to me, and I, you know, I'll have to look at my notes, and I'll have to bring up another show, unfortunately. But the point being is, it was such a vivid dream. Um, I almost felt, I know as crazy as it may sound, that Lincoln came to me in my sleep that night and gave me that vision. Um, maybe to get out the story that it, the way the history has been written about his death isn't exactly how it was. Not saying you know he wasn't shot in the head, he was absolutely happened in the fourth theater it was fourth theater right fourth yeah. theater yeah um, all that truly did happen um, just saying towards the end the, the final hours uh, may have not been as they were recorded so we'll go into another show but I forgot to share this since we're talking about ghosts and spirits and all that jazz so yeah interesting yeah very interesting dreams yeah it was a very that, powerful that another dream. show too talking about dreams oh I had yeah. one about JFK too and dude it was I mean downright scary just I was on the grassy knoll the bullet whizzed over my head. No joke. I was there. And it came from it came from this way because I was facing towards Kennedy. It came from behind me on the grassy knoll. Uh, and then another one came across uh, Ford, away, uh, going towards the book depository, uh, but in the opposite direction. So if you were facing away from the book depository, it was coming in the opposite direction. And that, wow. was, that, that whizzed uh, the other way. But... Um, Stories another time. But anyway, I don't want to get on this dream stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, everyone. I'm one of those people that's get off tangent and get off subject. That's right. That's why you're listening. I guess so, yeah. yeah. yeah I can talk and talk and talk. <laughs> Can't shut me up. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Spirits and rights. That's right. Yeah, that's and right. Exploitation. And exploitation. And you know, a whole industry based on the premise that the dead actually exist. Well, I, you know, I hope they exist. Well, I mean, they, you know, I, right. My, the thought of, you know, dying and then being burned or buried in the ground for eternity isn't really appealing to me. Um, I just simply kind of accept that. Um, I, I cannot accept personally that that's the end. I just can't do it. You know, I... No, and I believe, I believe there's an afterlife. I think there's, it's a dimensional thing. I think you're kind of on the right track with the whole symbiotic thing and the soul or the spirit, whatever it goes on. Katra, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, but I think it's a matter of, you know, it's energy. And energy can either be can can either be created or destroyed. So it just goes on in a different form, different different way. And I think that's what it is. It's you know, there's only a certain number of uh, there was a movie about this, a certain number of souls available and, Right. you yeah. know. So you're reincarnated, and that's a whole different, whole nother show. We're up to about two years worth of shows now, <laughs> and you know, you come back, and uh, Alani will tell you that uh, you're reincarnated. You come back, and you try to learn the lessons that you didn't learn before you died. Yeah. Or try to make right the things you didn't do before you died. Yeah, I, that's and, one of my theories as well. And uh, sometimes things happen quickly. Sometimes they don't. And you kind of move on and grow that way. That you know, it's it's a growing process and an evolving and evolution. And you 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 fake it till you make it. You you keep coming back until you get it right. 
and you can finally move on to a higher higher line of, plane of existence. Yeah, and there, I think there's a lot of truth to that because that actually very similar to my theory. I always felt that yeah, you die and then you go up and you have, like you look in this mirror or a bunch of mirrors and your whole life is played and every single millisecond is played in that mirror and you get judged on that per se, if you will. And then if you don't hit a certain level, you kind of have to do the reincarnation and come back and kind of redo the areas where you had failed in. Um, I was told by one very famous psychic, Phil Jordan, that uh, I was a, a slave owner uh, back during the Civil War. And I was also a officer in the Confederate Army. Um, I don't own any slaves now, so I think I fixed that part. And I didn't join the military, so I think I fixed that part as well. <laughs> not being part of the military is bad. I should take that back right now. I'm not saying that at all. No. I'm just, I'm just making light of a funny situation that wasn't really funny, I guess. But... Uh, Yes, because yeah. we find slavery in the Confederates hysterical. As I look up at the rebel flag hanging over our studio. You stole Law Jackson, <laughs> bastard, you! Yeah. If anyone remembers, you know, our show number two. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah, and my sister always used to say, my older sister who's passed on, when we talk about heaven and hell, um, she would always say that there's no hell. Hell is actually time that you spent on Earth. Right. And that everything else is is beyond that. And I kind of think that way, too. I think about, you know, I, I know there's people that have that great life. But you think about people that have everything. Money, fame, well, and they're miserable people. How can you have all that and be miserable? Still wanting. Wanting. Yeah. Miserable. If this isn't hell, hell on earth. You know, and one of my oldest friends said to me uh, when I was a young man, he was a good 10 years older than me. So I was, I don't know, 20, 20 years old, and, he, and we were talking about winning the lotto, and he goes, look it, you hit a million dollars, it's not going to be enough. You hit $2 million, it's not going to be enough. He goes, no matter what you get as a human being, you're always going to want more. It's human nature to want more. You're never going to be happy or satisfied. We're a wanting species. And that always made sense to me. It was very accurate, I think, of the human species in general. Unless you're a monk, you know, and you hang out in robes and wipe your ass at leaves. But for the most of us, we're a wanting species. You know? Yeah, we are. Although I would have to say, hitting the lottery for enough to stay comfortable and do things that you want to do would probably be enough. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think it takes a very... Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but over 90% of people who hit the lotto are bankrupt within five years. 90%. It's over 90. I think it's like 96%, actually. It's really high. Because people do not have any control. They get a huge lump of sum of money, and they go nuts. They have a party. They go they buy vehicles. they got airplanes. They're flying around the country. They're giving out to relatives. They're giving out to strangers. You know, they're getting every freaking hooker they can. You know, the high-dollar ones, the escort girls, whatever, in every single country they can. You know, I mean, they just go, they go bonkers. You know, they got three or four wives. They're getting sued by they, then. Next thing you know, they're losing all their money. They got ten kids walking around getting. They you know, do. I, so. I know that happens, but I haven't hit the lottery and I've been bankrupt. <laughs> okay, so all right. I've Fair been enough. down that road, right. so I know. Right. I know without the lottery, I can go bankrupt. <laughs> I got the lottery now. It's not going to happen again. Let me tell you. You know. So yeah. It's, I think you have to be a certain... And that should be a stipulation, too. You have to be a certain age to be able to collect the lottery. 
Yeah, maybe you so. You know, I think you need to be... You have to be 34 to be the president. Isn't 34 yeah, years old? I think, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, at least 34. You know, there's a certain amount of life experience that you should have before you, you're handed 2, 3, 5, 10, 120, 350 million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You know, yeah. uh, I think I finally hit that age, so anytime I can win it, I'll be happy with that. Yeah, I always had the dream if I hit the big one. I mean, like, you know, that multi-million dollar thing they have going on, which I actually play at work. If I ever hit that just by myself, I would try and bring back steam engines. I'm a trained freak, you know. It can be done with today's technology. Clean, burning coal, yes, it can be done. But that's a whole other subject, which we will have at some point. <laughs> um, but you know what time it is? It's shot time. time! And tonight we are doing Black Raspberry Liquor by Mr. Boston. Whoop, whoop, Mr. Anvil, will you do the honors of opening it, sir? I will. And we'll grab us some shot glasses. Shot glasses. All right, I have, let's see here. Oh, let's do uh, Gettysburg. I got this actually in Gettysburg. It's got the American flag and the Confederate battle flag on it. Nice. Now, a lot of people make the mistake, and uh, I think most people know this by now, but this is not the Stars and Bars. Even though people constantly confuse this, this is not the Stars and Bars, this is the Confederate battle flag. And people get that very confused. In fact, it was actually the naval Confederate battle flag for, I think it was the state of Virginia, before it actually became the battle flag for the Confederate forces. But that's a whole other subject as well. So. <laughs> you need a drink yet. We can do some history on this show as oh, well. Oh, we're going to do history. Yes, we are. We'll have to put up a picture of the Stars and Bars so people know the difference. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. All right, Anvil. Here's to swimming with bow-legged women. women. Oh boy, it's like candy, folks. Goes down smooth, but it is like it's like it's like candy. Yeah, it is. Holy shit, that's sweet. Yeah. Wow, it really is like candy. Wow. Mm. Oh, good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, good stuff. All right, thank you, Mr. Boston. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Boston. So, Anvil, what's in the news this week? News this week. You know, Korea is still, North Korea, not just Korea, North Korea is still in our headlines. Uh, is it Jung Il La, Lee Lu, whatever? It's the third one. Kim Il. <laughs> Jing Jong. Yeah. We well, should be careful with his name. I don't want to get assassinated by North Korean forces. You know, they have special forces in North Korea to go around. They actually infiltrate the South and hunt down the people who defected and kill them. This really happens. They, they'll even go over to Japan. They'll go on, on, the, uh, on the coast of Japan and find North Koreans that defected and kill them. I ain't making this up. I've watched documentaries about it. These people are nuts. These North Koreans are hardcore. You would think they'd have something better to do with their special forces. <laughs> you would yeah. think. Well, yeah, they hunt people down. They don't play around. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, North Korea is back in the news, and they're doing their missile tests and things like that. And it was, I guess, why what I found most interesting all, all the North Korean stories that we've heard is a uh, week, maybe a week and a half ago, the U.S., the Pentagon, our our military geniuses, made the announcement that they were going to do the first test of shooting down a ballistic missile. Dun, dun, dun. And I, I applaud them for having that technology <laughs> to shoot down a ballistic missile. We hope. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was under the impression we've had this technology for decades. 
Remember maybe, SDI, folks? SDI, Strategic Defensive Initiative. Star Wars. Yes. And Ron Reagan, I love you, baby, but I get that was good. But come to find out, we haven't tested it. We don't know. <laughs> this is going to be their first test. Their first test was a week and a half ago. Night, 2017, we're, we're just now saying, gee, maybe we see if this thing freaking works. <laughs> really? And then we make it public knowledge that we're going to test to see if it works. I kind of keep that secret. Yeah. Okay? Uh, you don't you don't say, gee, I'm bluffing. I don't have four aces, but if I did, could I win? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. So, and I'm sure somehow Trump's to blame for yeah, letting that memo out. Yeah, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, to to release that to the to the public, to say, gee, yeah, we're gonna test to see if it works. A one just does not build a lot of confidence on your home soil. <laughs> and two, it's got to be sending a message to the folks at the other end of the, the pond saying, what? It, no, this will work. <laughs> oh, stupid American. Stupid American. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, I mean, they're having their own problems getting a missile to work, let me tell you. Oh, I mean, we launch missile now. <laughs> in fact, actually, I'm thinking they probably just launch a torpedo at it and take it down that way because most of it'll, it'll King, King Jing's missiles wind up in the water. <laughs> That's true. So I'm thinking yeah. maybe that was just to see if they could hit it with a torpedo. Yeah. Um, but North Korea is going to be... It's a it's a continuing to be a crazy situation. You know, yeah, and uh, you know, like what you said with the SDI and now they're testing it after 30-some years. Um, yeah, it doesn't instill a lot of confidence. And kind of plays in the North Korean hands a little, you know. It, now they're like, oh, what do you mean the Americans don't have something that actually works? You know, I mean, imagine that. That would never happen in America. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about American not being able to keep a secret. Hello. Yeah, hello, yeah, right? Um, yeah, nuts. Just absolutely nuts, those North Koreans. That little guy over there is just something else. What little people, fat little people. What What is with them? Easy, easy, <laughs> easy on the fat little people talk, all right? Easy on the fat little people talk. All right. Oh, just didn't look close to home, so just we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Well, yeah, I know it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, here's a... I, I don't know how close people are out there following the situation, but it, it's a little more... Uh, in uh, serious, and I think people are led to believe uh, uh, South Korea or yeah, South Koreans know how serious uh, North Koreans realize how serious it is. Um, the Japanese really understand how serious it is. They're running uh, civilian defense drills right now. Um, but there's an American territory uh, that's within North Korean current missile range technology um, that is also very quietly running civilian defense drills. And it's the island of Guam. A lot of people don't know that's going sure. on right now. Uh, we have two uh, aircraft carrier battle groups uh, over there right now uh, in the uh, the waters of South Korea, North Korea. We have the last week we had over 100 F-16 fighters uh, taking a massive uh, drill, uh, bombing drill, to mimic taking out the artillery of North Korea. 100, mind you, 100 F-16s. We have deployed the F-35s to the region and the F-22s very quietly, and um, the B-52s and B-2 stealth bombers, and B-1 bombers, by the way. If they send a third, now remember, we're also running civilian defense drills in Guam. If they send a third battle group, I guarantee you we are going to attack North Korea. I guarantee it. You do not send this kind of hardware 
this this much man hours uh, manpower oh. uh, defense drills in all the countries surrounding unless you're ready to do something and the time is on our side on this actually we're letting them know that we're not screwing around that's what we're doing and if he doesn't get the message this is could be literally in our lifetime probably the bloodiest blood it's gonna make Iraq look like a field day this is gonna be extremely bloody this isn't you know 50 or 100,000 Iraqis have been you know bombed for three months straight giving up this is a much different situ you know situation much more it, dangerous situation it is and it's gonna be it's gonna be the collateral damage that's gonna be the worst it's gonna be South Korea yeah Seoul Seoul yeah, yeah. Seoul we you know they're they're basically on the front line yeah they are the front they line. are yeah. you know they are the front line um so those are things to think about too is that you know i think the u.s will do what it can to protect ourselves and and proceed as cautiously and thoughtfully as possible but it's going to be the collateral damage it's going to be the south koreans it's going to be uh, some of our allies that are right in the region that are caught in the crossfire caught in the middle and uh the other thing to think about and this is you know playing devil's advocate and, and throwing it out there if we've got this much manpower firepower and hardware babysitting north korea what's going on in the rest of the the world what's going on in the rest of the hot spots is this again this is where the tin hat comes out and goes on but is south korea or is north korea just a distraction are we, are we deploying our forces and, and spreading ourselves thin for other things to be going on across that whole theater? The the Asian, you know, Asian, Russian, Middle East theater, when we have our battle groups so far out of position that we're caught off guard. Yeah, you know, and that's, uh, I think that's uh, part of the issue is uh, if something happens with North Korea, which eventually it's going to have to, it, it, you simply cannot have a nutcase in control of nuclear weapons like that. You just can't, and something's got to be done. I'm sorry. I mean, seriously, they're not going to allow it. If it's not going to be us, I don't think Putin's going to allow it. I, I don't think uh, just, China's going to allow it. Just to be clear, the nutcase is Kim Il Jong. Yes, yeah, <laughs> not, 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 not Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. No, Trump is God's <laughs> trumpet, as I let, said before. Let's be. Let's make sure we clarify <laughs> which yeah. nutcase with the yeah, nuclear yeah, weapons yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about. about. Um, but, uh, you know, if something happens in North Korea, um, it'll be very bloody, very bad, very quickly. Uh, but it opens up the door for Russia to really invade the rest of Ukraine. You know? Opens the door for a lot of things. Yeah, it does. Uh, or China to take out Taiwan. It, 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 it's this, it, well, I don't know. It's, it's a very scary proposition any which way. So a lot of things, bad things can happen. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. Um, and I said, I've been watching documentary after documentary on the North Koreans, and it's very limited knowledge. What you get a lot is from defectors that I've noticed, a lot of information. And, I mean, it's just an absolute brutal system to live in, you know. I mean, they, they say you, one of your family members goes against the party in some way. Um, they have public executions where the whole town has to come out, and you have to watch. every yeah. The wife, the sister, the daughter, whatever, the brother, they, the mother, they all have to watch the, the execution. Um, the whole town does. You're required, and if you don't show up for that execution, you could be executed publicly. Public executions. Um, it, it's it, 
just crazy stuff. It's just nuts. You don't think it would happen in this day and age on our planet, but uh, it, it does. It really, really does. And I, this thanks me every day, you know, that I live in a country that where I do, you know, freedom. There's something called the yeah. Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And, again, my next few statements are going to sound really like an SOB. But I think our current president is going to do whatever it takes to keep things off home soil. Oh, yeah. I would agree. And, is again, as, as miserable as that sounds to say, the ones that are caught in the crossfire, I will feel bad about that. But what have they done to help get themselves out of the harm's way nothing it's it's all fun for the most part it's all fun on the u.s and again that's 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 the problem of being you know the last superpower is that we're going to be the ones that have to enforce things but then we're going to be the ones that are going to be looked at and, and criticized and held as the the demon for letting it happen and you can't I don't know. It's it's not right. It's not fair, and I and I get that. But at some point, you gotta take like everything personal responsibility, and you know, South Korea. What have you been doing? Japan. What have you been doing? You know, Japan's kind of limited. You know, after World War Two, they're not allowed to have an offensive army whatsoever. You know, by the agreement they signed. Japan has some of the best technology in the world. Yeah, but they can't use it. Well, maybe not officially, <laughs> but you can't tell me. They're you can't tell they, me these they have a very, governments. They have a very limited navy and a very limited self uh, civilian defense force, as they call it. Um, but they there are workings in Japan right now, by the way, um, to reverse that constitution, a constitutional amendment for them, basically, to allow them to have a standing army once again. Which the Chinese don't want any shape, way, or form. They do not want that at all. To this day, I don't think people realize how much the Chinese still hate the Japanese, but they hate them. They hate their guts. And um, China still fears Japan. To this day, they still fear them. Now, everyone thinks China has this huge military. Yes and no. It's very. It's not very modern. We'll put it that. I'll be nice. I mean, we're talking about old T seventy two and T sixty four, you know, copies of Russian tanks. This, this is what they have. You know, they have some decent main battle tanks, but you're, you're talking less than five or 600. Uh, the main, their main tanks and stuff like that are very old technology, like T-72s, the stuff you saw in Iraq, which are junk. Um, they just don't have, you know, in comparison uh, to some of the other countries, like Israel for that matter. Israel could go into China, in my opinion, just wipe them right out, but that's just my opinion. <clears throat> Israel, I was just thinking Israel must be must be communicating. Not that they would. They're our different cycle, parts of the world. Our right? cycles must be I'm just using getting, in, as an getting in the sink. Right. <clears throat> Israel, who, I get it, Israel has their own army. They have the, they got they to have get that. Crack That's, army. But even if Israel didn't have a crack army, they have got one of the most elite small forces that isn't their main battle group. It's right. the Mossad. Yep. That go in and do behind-the-scenes stuff the surgical stuff surgical stuff that gets results yep that's all I'm saying is that I find it hard to believe that Japan or any country as far as that doesn't have this small contingents of people well they probably do I'm that, not, yeah. that can go in, then make the difference well, they come from the, the society of uh, you know or the samurai you know I mean 
and the other flip of the coin was the ninja, you know, you know which is the complete it, opposite of the samurai. It, it wasn't it wasn't the the fourth battalion that got Osama bin Laden. It was a SEAL team. Right. So a small group of men can make a difference. That's right. So I'm saying, I think these nations that are crying, well, we don't have this, we don't have that, we need your help, we need your help. I find it hard to believe that they can't do something. Not that I'm, you know, advocating political assassination. You are advocating political assassination. I am not. (laughs) I think... I think, I think we should assassinate the SLB, but oh that's just my opinion. Oh my God, here we go. Yeah, absolutely. Take and the effort out already. Any hate mail goes to <laughs> Steve at LetTalkGhost.com. <laughs> just kidding. Don't send an email to Steve. You can send it to us. We like we like the we'll, mail. We'll read all the emails. Oh, we will read Wipe my email. ass with it, but I'll read it. <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking. Um... Yeah, uh, but you know China's got its own problems. I, I you know, I was doing a lot, obviously when I start doing research, mm-hmm. I hit a lot of things. But um, China has this gigantic uh, real estate bubble going on that I had no idea. What they've been doing, you know, they're rated as the number two economy in the world, but there's a reason for that because it's all manipulated. Their GDP is based upon construction, so. You can watch documentaries about this people for free on YouTube, and it'll blow your mind. But the Chinese are building. Cities, huge cities. They're empty. There's nobody living in these cities. I'm making up. There's 164 million empty apartments. 164 million empty apartments. There's no one to put in them. Now, but there is. Okay, so the average wage in China is $900 a year. Okay, 900 bucks. Okay, these apartments are $600,000 a pop. 164 million of them. <laughs> $600,000 a pop, but the average which, wage in China a year is $900. Which which begs you to ask the question, if they got all this open space, empty places, <laughs> how come they're not taking some of these refugees? How come these people aren't clamoring to go to China? Has the space <laughs> clamoring to go to China? I, maybe they don't want to work in a factory for 22 hours out of the day. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm they just go saying, to Walmart. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying... <laughs> You know, I just think that, you know, we, and refugees, whole other story, so we're not going to go Yeah, but, you know, so anyway, so everyone worried about China's great economy. It's not that great. Uh, trust me, it really isn't. Um, they've got some major, major issues uh, coming down the road. And all they're doing is kicking the can down the road. But, again, so is America with a $20 trillion debt. All we're doing is kicking the can down the road. No one's doing anything about it. Um, but that's for our kids to worry about, apparently. You know, let the, let the dollar collapse when they're around. I don't know. So while we're talking military <laughs> dollar collapse and everything else, it's on. How do we get off? Interesting. I know. I don't know how we get down this road. <laughs> kicked our cans down. See, this is what happens on the rabbit hole. It does, but that's it all right because we wouldn't have anything else to take up the time. <laughs> on our tweet, Twitter, 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 not Twitter. That's Twitter. That's a whole different yeah. website. <laughs> on Twitter, on our Twitter account, um, we follow several of the new news agencies, things like that, and uh, I saw an interesting infographic they had up about NATO. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone paying their fair share, which is something the president's been kind of pushing for and saying, you know what, you're the first to tell us that we suck, but you'll take our check. There's three or four countries that contribute in excess of 10% of the GDP to NATO. United States, Great Britain... And I think there were two, 
two Saudi countries that contributed to that. I don't know how Saudi became part of NATO, but whatever. <laughs> of the other countries, it's less than 2%. Canada, all the other ones. Freaking Canadian. So, you know. The only thing you ever gave us good was Rush. Go ahead. And William Shatner. <laughs> oh, William Shatner's Canadian? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. I thought you knew that. I had no idea. William Shatner, all. Oh, hey, wow. hey. Wow. Yeah, William Shatner's Canadian. Huh. Alanis Morissette, I'll give that. She's hot. She's Canadian, too. She's hot. Or she was, anyway, 10 years ago, but I'd marry her. Because I'm, I'm that kind of and guy. Heather, <laughs> Heather can't hear the broadcast. Oh, no, no. If I wasn't with Heather, I'm oh, saying okay. that's now no, we're no, right. Let me rephrase that. And by the way, quick fix. It's not $164 million at the apartments. It's $64 million. Sorry. Uh, $64 million, million. Not $164. Yeah. $64 million at the apartments. Go ahead. $64 million. That's a lot of information or misinformation on the show. Okay. That's a lot of refugees that could be in China. Yes, they could. We put them in there, man. You know? Could be in China. They could take up these empty cities. You know, They could. They could. They could. You should see the size of these things. I'm not kidding. These are cities. They're huge. They're gigantic. They're monoliths. That's not from when they did the Olympic thing, is it? What? China? No. That no, 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 no. That's not part of the Olympic Village they built. No, no, no. These are huge, gigantic used. cities. Or, okay. yeah, Just no, checking. No. It's it's way they're stimulating their economy, fakely. Because the Olympics is another great use of billions of dollars. Anyways, <laughs> where else can you make badminton a sport? Yeah. <laughs> Synchronized swimming. Curling, uh, which is actually curling. I can see curling. But yeah, badminton. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know about that. They've just made yeah. some other sports. Tell me golf's an Olympic sport. No, no, golf isn't. It's, Thank God. I'm sorry, I'm not going to offend anyone here, but golf is, I can't watch that. It's just boring. No, you can't watch it. you got to actually play golf. Yeah. I tried that too and sweated my no. balls off. It wasn't in that Oh, either. stop. <laughs> where, else, where else can you be outdoors, having fun, drinking? Looking for Bigfoot. Oh, hitting, not drinking, maybe. Hitting, but, yeah. hitting a little golf ball in the club. Vent and frustration. <laughs> I was going to make a joke Driving. on that, and i got to keep it somewhat clean. Yes, you do, because... <laughs> If I was outside drinking, I'd like to be hitting something, but not a golf ball, baby. <laughs> Which is why, oh, and Sasquatch is happy about that. <laughs> yeah. oh. So, anyways, now that we've digressed. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, right, way beyond. Um, so, Korea, North Korea specifically. Uh, we're keeping an eye on that and I'm sure a lot of people are, feel safer knowing that we're keeping an eye on <laughs> North Korea um, hope for the best and hope that you know things settle down a little bit um, because if anything I don't know that might be the thing that escalates yeah that could be the flash in the pan right there yeah you know no, you know China's got troops on the border with North Korea now, so is the Russians. And the reason for that is they don't want to deal with the refugee trap, you know. Um, and they they made it clear to everybody, including us, both the Russians and the Chinese, they don't want contamination uh, is the word they use. So I think they were telling us, NATO or whatever you, whoever you want to call it, the South Korean forces, American forces, um, that they don't want any type of nuclear material used by our side. You know, so, uh, which, hey, I, yeah. I agree with them. I think that should be the absolute last thing that should ever be used. I'm not a fan of nuclear weapons in any way, shape, or form. 
Um, and that's another show, by the way. Should we have it used is. it during World War II or not? But that's another story. Um, so I'm not a fan of that technology whatsoever. We're like children in a, a house full of matches with nuclear weapons and we're just waiting to light one off, you know. Burn down the damn house. That's how the human race is. That's stupid. We really are, you think about it. Well, like I said, we still, I mean, there's still people out there who think that we're the only intelligent species in the universe. What a waste of space that would be. Think about it. Outer space, universe, how large it is. What a freaking waste of space. And I can't hope that we're the cocoon, not the butterfly. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. You know, but uh, yeah, that uh, that North Korean stuff, man, I don't know. You know, it's still never really officially ended. It's still, uh, you know, a ceasefire or armistice, really. It's not uh, never been a surrender or a, or a, a peace treaty uh, from either side. So it's kind of a halt in fighting, and that's the way it's been for, uh, what, 50-some years now. Yeah, right? yeah. It's crazy. You know, MASH actually ran longer than the damn uh, war did. the war war. Yeah, yeah. And I love that show, by the way, MASH. That was a great show. It was a great show up till the end. Well, when he went to the, off to the funny farm? Yeah, I think I think the, the episode that was that jumped the shark, and for those of our listeners who don't understand that terminology, look it up. Uh, the episode that jumped the shark was when he was on the bus, losing his mind, and he had... A Korean mother smother oh. her baby, yeah, and he yeah. thought it was a chicken or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was the jump the shark thing. Yeah. Um, again, look up the term jump the shark. Uh, it'll reference the term happy days. You'll probably have to look that up as well. <laughs> and the fonds. <laughs> so the fonds. So look up those three things, and then you'll understand what jump the shark means. Didn't one of the actresses from the Happy Days has passed away recently? Um, the one that played the Joni. Joni, yeah. Yeah, she was the younger. She was probably one of the youngest cast members, but she, you know, this is another case of people that have everything going for them and just fail to make make good use of it. She was she was a train wreck after the show. And really. Went right. went from one train wreck to another to hmm. another. Kind of like that girl that played in. Uh, Oh, what was that show with the white guy with the two African-American kids? What was that show? What the hell was it? You know, everyone was Different strokes? Make, different strokes, yeah. Everybody was trying to make, you know, politically correct shows, even back then, and, you know, trying to meld the societies and all the crap that they try to do. What you, what uh, you talking about, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, the chick, it, her name was Data Plato. Oh, Data Plato, right. Yeah, oh, right, she, yeah, right, dude. Yeah. She, I think, you know, now say they she's say no, she, She's another one that went. They said she overdosed in her boyfriend's trailer or camper or whatever. I think he may have had something to do with that. I don't yeah. want to come out and claim oh, someone God. murdered somebody. All right, well, two more shows. Yeah, more shows. More we, shows. We're doing a show about. Teenage TV stars that TV went, stars went, went awry. Went, went awry, yeah. 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 Now, is uh, the guy that said, What are you talking about, Willis? Is he still alive or he dead too? Or he committed suicide? I know the other brother. He went in jail. He, he actually jail. He did kill somebody. But the one that played Arnold that was like a security guard or something, I think. And the little guy. Yeah, the little guy. The little yeah. guy didn't get was yeah, but I think, no, I think he, he might yeah, He might be dead, too. I know the guy from Fantasy Island. Ah, Blaine, he Blaine. He coughed himself. He oh, coughed yeah. Himself. yeah. Again, yeah. Google Fantasy Island to understand what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, these are it's, going it's back probably, with some It's probably not what you're shows. thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got some fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You understand when he's finding out about famous island, but that does fine. Um, oh, all right, yeah. we are we are nearing nearing the end. Did I ever tell you my dream about the Queen of England? 
Oh boy. No, that's a show. That's a different that's show. That's a whole that's different, different show. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> We don't have much thought to next week's show, so that would just be a surprise. <laughs> you um, were more ways than one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, kind of wrap things up. It is. Um, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody, and thank you for Diversity Broadcasting Network. And uh, We talked about, about ghost hunting tonight, and I just want everyone to know that on a ghost investigation, a paranormal investigation... You are the biggest tool. Everything else just takes batteries. You tool. <laughs> and we're out. We're out. All right.